0: Okay, we'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for September 20th, 2009. We're going to be starting a, really a continuation of the last study, but it's it's a study on chemtrails. And um, we're going to be talking pretty exclusively about that and how that relates to the vaccination issue and the depopulation agenda. And um, Taylor just told me a little joke here that she wanted me to tell everybody, and it was. It was that. Um, did, did you hear how over in Africa you don't have to take your malaria shot? Um, what was it? How was it? Because all the bugs this year are sick with swine flu. Be, I guess because all the bugs this year are sick with swine flu, so you uh, you can you can forego that because everybody's sick with swine flu. Anyway, so if we go further here, let's go into the uh, the chemtrail. This is from uh, chemtrail H1N1 connection Skywatch Canada. September 15th, 2009, so this is very recent. Since early March of 2009, the skies over Canada's capital city have been littered with chemtrails dispensed by jets that resemble Boeing 747s. Now, these are some big boys up there flying around. The chemtrails are the ones that you see flying up there, and I'll just explain to you the difference. A contrail is a normal jet vapor that comes from a jet when it flies. And you can tell it's a contrail because if you see a jet flying, if it's a clear day and you see it, there'll be a little white streak behind it, but what'll happen is the streak will be more prevalent right after the jet and then then what'll happen is uh, the farther it gets away from the jet, the more it will dissipate and just disappear. A chemtrail is something that they're actually putting into the air. They're dispersing it via some type of dispersal mechanism on the plains, they go up there and they spray, and it comes out small, but it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and it doesn't go away. It eventually turns into cloud cover, or what looks to be cloud cover. And they've been doing this for years. And you have to wonder, why? what are they spraying on us? What are they doing? You know, And why, if it was good and for us, why all the secrecy? We know they want to depopulate the planet and that's an obvious thing. So you have to think, you know, worst case scenario typically. We're going to be talking about that today. Now this is something I've been, my newsletter list, my word, I've been talking about this for years. Um, going further, it says it, this thing where these uh, Boeing 747s are dispersing chemtrails; or they resemble Boeing 747s. It all started a, a week or so before the swine flu hit the news media. From that point on, the amount of chemtrails being sprayed into the skies has gradually intensified. Now, I tell you, right up front, what you do with chemtrails is when you see them, or before, it's better if you do it before, you pray that God keep them out of the skies. I'm telling you, I've seen that work on so many different occasions, but if you pray, and you pray fervently, the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. You just don't pray about the king. Oh God, just take him out of the sky, please. I want to go about my way, footloose and fancy free. And that's not how you pray. You you get, I'm serious, I get righteous and indignant when I see him. Because I think, well they're spraying poison on, you know, my little girl, myself, my family. And I take great offense to that. The Bible says, be ye angry and sin not. And there's certain things we should get mad about. And Focus it into prayer. You know, Confess your sins before the Lord. Be right before God. Now, I've got a whole teaching I've done on the Biblical Keys to Answered Prayer. You can key that in on the ser- sermon audio um, under Scott A. Johnson. But uh, you can find that. But Because there's a lot of things we can do to hinder our prayers. But that's something that, that we should be doing. And I have seen that literally keep chemtrails out of the skies for weeks. Praying fervently about it. Uh, there's a picture of this phenomenon that you'll see in the PDF, where it shows a family holding hands, and there's all these chemtrails in, the, in the, basically the background in the sky. And you can even see on the one plane, it's two distinct uh, chemtrail things coming off one plane. So the question that needs to be asked is, what is being sprayed in our Skies and why? It, it is known that chemtrails consist mainly of barium salts and aluminum. Well, actually it has a lot of stuff in it. We're going to be talking about that. The cocktail appears as a white spray similar to the contrail but lingers in the sky. And once dispersed can easily be mistaken for high altitude clouds. Some have witnessed planes spraying a brown substance from low altitudes. Now, this is something I hadn't really heard about. This substance, which has been observed, lands on the ground as a sticky, stringy gel. This gel has been previously analyzed by the Washington State Health Department and Amtest Laboratory, and it appeared to be composed of red blood cells mixed with biological agents. What does that imply? Well, red blood cells biological agents. You think they might be trying to mess with our DNA and our biological mechanisms? And remember what we talked about with DNA in the previous, some of the previous studies? Satan's always trying to corrupt the seed of mankind. He did it in Genesis 6 when the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair and they took them wise all that they chose, bore them giants, and the seed of mankind got so corrupted and denigrated that God had to wipe out the whole world, save eight people and the animals on the ark. That's how bad it got. He's no different today. And the, Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Well, same thing. It's happening today. Now, I've done t- s- several teachings on what we would refer as the Nephilim, the fallen ones, the giants of Genesis 6. If you just key in part of the word Nephilim, N-E-P-H. In the keyword search box on um, Sermon Audio, you'll find those studies and you, if you want to know more about that. Now, um, this was on Unsolved Mysteries. And I can remember seeing this um, episode. And Robert Stack, who's passed on recently, uh, on the Unsolved Mysteries episode, makes it sound like something out of a science fiction story. A small town in Washington State falls victim... To a plague of sorts after tiny blobs of gelatinous substances rained down from the sky on August seventh, 1994. It made dozens of people severely ill. The government has experimented on us for decades and decades and decades. No accountability. No um, owning up to anything. And this has been well easily documented <laughs> regarding that scenario. This goes on to say, I mean, in this case, it was, you know, I would imagine pretty much everybody that lived in the area could verify this. Military black helicopters were sighted in Oakville, Washington area before rainstorms brought the fall of the unknown substance. In 1997, residents of the Everett area of Washington State reported a similar clear gelatinous substance falling from the sky, according to a guest on Art Bell's radio show. Art's guest said he she received hundreds of calls from people all over the country that have also reported the fall of deadly gelatinous blobs. They've done these experiments all over the country. This would be in what they would call black ops in our government. Top secret black ops that, you know... uh, Your taxpayers are funding, just so you know. In 1997, during a congressional hearing, the Pentagon admitted to conducting hundreds of secret germ attacks in a number of cities using microorganisms it claimed were harmless to humans. I mean, they admitted it. When they said, well, they're harmless. Okay. Again, they don't own up to anything. Most of the open-air tests are known only from a list provided by the Army for a 1977 hearing before the Senate Subcommittee on Health and Scientific Research, a panel that was chaired by Senator Edward Kennedy, but has since been disbanded. I loved how he was honored for all those days when he, after he passed on, it was really, you know. The Bible says that which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God, and I can't figure see of a bigger abomination than our current president, and how he's been so highly esteemed among men and almost worshipped as a messiah-like God figure. How disgusting! I tell you America's in for it. <laughs> and we, I mean as a, as a, as a country, we so deserve it. We so deserve it. All the aborted babies, sodomy's taken, them, all this wickedness in high places. The Bible says that the wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted. Psalm 12 verse 8. Think about that. The wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted. we got got one of the most vile men on the planet. Narcissistic. You, you, you can't even... I've done, I don't know how many teachings on, on Obama. And the Bible says, when the vilest men are exalted, the wicked will walk on every side. So if you feel like the walls are closing in, that's why. But the Lord Jesus Christ... In the end, we're going to win. Going further, despite the international agreement which banned development of germ warfare agents, the Pentagon's research budget for infectious diseases and toxins has increased tenfold since fiscal 1981. So, I mean, they, they're, they're supposed to um, ban development of uh, germ warfare agents, but why then has the Pentagon's research budget for infectious diseases and toxins increased tenfold since 1981 that's what they're admitting to further most of the 1986 budget of 42 million went to 24 us university campuses where the world's most deadly organisms are being cultivated in campus laboratories this is the ultimate depopulation tool that's why On the topic of barium, it is known that it is toxic to humans. Not only does it disrupt the digestive tract function, but it also affects the immune system. The immune system destroys pathogens by producing T cells. Well, that's one way they do. Okay, Barium is known to bind to T cell receptors and effectively deactivate them. Wow, how convenient. They're spraying aluminum and barium on us. And barium deactivates a big component of your immune system. And aluminum causes all kinds of problems to boot, one of them being Alzheimer's. All, all of the, particularly the elderly people that are walking around delusional and they can't think, you know, they put it in so many things. They put it in pancake batter. They put it in salt. They put it in um, underarm uh, deodorants and perspirants. You shouldn't be using any of that garbage. You should be using pure soaps and things that you're putting on your body. You, you look at anything, if it has prop or meth in it, or aluminum, it's toxic, cancer-causing stuff. They have things in them called xenoestrogens that, that totally wreak havoc, whether you're male or female, on your hormonal system and cause cancer. Anything with prop or meth on the label, get rid of it. Go up and get natural, organic deodorants and natural, organic toothpaste. Fluoride burns out your, your lower brain lobes and your brain. Causes cancer. Actually causes your bones to soften. Look at the back of your toothpaste. It says if you small, if you swallow more than you would normally use in brushing, or more than a small pea size, call poison control. Why? Because it's a poison. It's a byproduct of the aluminum industry. Here we go with aluminum again. Alcala being one of the main culprits. They put it in the skies, the aluminum causes Alzheimer's, lays across the synaptic gaps in the brain and kind of short-circuits your brain, among other things, we're going to be talking about all this fun stuff they put in the chemtrails. Now, this article has several different links you can click on as well to explore a lot of the different things that I'm talking about here today. So, is it just a coincidence that we are being warned about a deadly emergence of H1N1 this fall and our immune systems are being assaulted on a daily basis with barium? Well, that's been being done for years. And then you look at all the the garbage they're putting in the food, the processing, the water, all the products we put on our body, all the things we're inhaling, people are addicted to smoking. There's over 500 ingredients in the average cigarette. No, they're not all on the label. They have the ultra, you know, .11 font they use to put everything on the, to try to get everything on the label. No, none of it's on the label. Oh, it's just tobacco. No, and five other, 500 other things. And then when you light it, those chemicals start cross-combining, and they turn into their own addictive compounds. Smoking's evil, I'm sorry, but it's it's straight from the pit of hell. I mean, somebody could make a case for tobacco. Straight tobacco, organically grown. But what is being sold in the stores? It's pure death. It's a depopulation tool. Just one more, one of the many. So, uh, and it's demonic, too. I'm 100% convinced smoking is demonic. Because people that are smoking... I've been around many, okay people that get addicted to cigarettes and i 'm sorry if there's listeners out there really mad at me right now but i 'm sorry i've been around enough of them. it totally controls their life and I mean to do a, a teaching on smoking and when i if I get a chance to do this it'll amaze you because I went up to satanic chat rooms and saw what they were talking about, and they started talking about just tobacco alone and how they use it they, they offer it to um their deities that they worship, and how it does this and how it does that. And this is what they're openly talking about in satanic chat rooms. Witchcraft, paganism, I should say. It's pretty sobering, pretty sobering stuff. But I've been around a lot of people that smoke, and I mean, for the most part, their whole day is totally controlled and planned around when they get that next cigarette. Now, you imagine, you're smoking and you're breathing in chemtrails, and we're inside all day long in a closed environment, and the, and the paint's outgassing, and the plastics are outgassing. Then we get in our car, and if it's during the summer, the car's 130 degrees inside. You get in there, all the plastics outgas. You're breathing that. You really should air your car out when you first get in. Roll the windows down and get that air out of there. That hot, super hot air, because it's filled with these outgassed um, toxins from the plastics and the vinyls and all the other stuff. The reason I'm saying that is it kind of relates to this subject because we're talking about something we would breathe in. So, chemtrails. What's in the spray? We, the people, have not been warned, advised, or consulted, but are certainly vulnerable to the outcomes. Biologic components have have been reported in airborne samples. That include modified molds. This is what has been found in various studies that have been done in the chemtrails. Modified molds desiccated red blood cells. We already mentioned that. Exotic strains of bacteria. Additionally, award-winning investigative reporter Will Thomas has reported findings over 300 types of virally mutated fungi in the chemtrails fallout. Fungi, like candida and yeast and these types of things. And that's rampant. And one of the best things to kill that is the the mild silver protein that, that I advocate. Um... Going further, and that's, if you want to know more about that particular product, it's www.dr-johnson.com. Going further, the Idaho Observer has reported findings of 26 metals, including barium, aluminum, uranium. Uranium? Yeah. Um, Well, they've got depleted uranium all over the world now because they've used it to tip much of the ballistics in the Gulf War, and where, what they're doing over in Afghanistan and these types of things. Why? Because it melts through metal. But once it melts through it, it atomizes the uranium and it goes up into the atmosphere. And it's causing all kind of horrific birth defects on the babies over there. Depleted uranium. There's a video that you should see, a DVD. Uh, you might be able to find it on YouTube or one of the other sites. It's called Beyond Treason. Let's do a keyword search for that, and then maybe put in uranium with it, and, and do the Beyond Treason in quotes, and you'll find it. I, I actually have the DVD; it's unbelievable. It, it documents all of the a lot of the stuff that's been done to the troops over there, and it's just so beyond criminal. Anyway, if we go further, uh, let's see here. Observer observers reported findings of twenty six metals, including barium, aluminum, and uranium, and a variety of infectious pathogens and chemicals and drugs, including sedatives in chemtrail fallout. Sedatives, hmm. Dr. R. Michael Castle reports the finding of a catatonic polymer fibers. Dr. Hildegard Stranger and Dr. Raymond Karjum have reported findings of tiny parasitic nematode eggs of some type encased in the fibers. It's what we all want, right? Nematode eggs. Additionally, Dr. Stranger, Stanninger, I'm sorry, and Carajum and researcher Jan Smith have reported findings of self-replicating nanomachines. Remember what we just talked about, the nanorobots and the nanoparticles? Well, that's also in the chemtrails and the rivers of silicone running wild through our bodies of the Morgellons infected. And the Morgellons is this strange skin disease that a lot of people have gotten in recent years where they have these things turn up on their skin, and they can't get rid of them, and they have these fibers that come out of them, and these parasitic-like uh, things that happen, and there's no real known cure for it, and it's, it's associated very much with these with these chemtrails. Um, And when it talks about parasitic nematode eggs encased in fibers, I immediately think of the Morgellons. Going further, uh, researcher Clifford Caracom, who was probably like the first guy that really started talking about the chemtrails. He's got excellent uh, websites up there. Clifford Caracom has reported finding chemtrail fibers and abnormal blood cells that are an exact match with the bizarre fibers and blood cells found in those suffering from Morgellon's disease. So, again, there you go. There's some more confirmation for you. It has been reported that the chemtrails also contain ethylene dibromide, which is a substance that has been an additive to gasoline and airplane fuels as well as a banned pesticide. Ethylene dibromide has been linked to kidney and liver damage and is is immunosuppressive and a lung irritant. It's a wonder that any of us are even alive. I think it's only by the grace of God All of us, saved and unsaved, are walking around. I mean, I think Satan's just shaking his head, saying, what do I got to do to kill off all these people? I just think the Lord's given us such an incredible body that is capable of staving off and adapting, and I mean, the liver alone is performing thousands of functions right now, and you're not thinking about it. But in regard to a detoxification center, the liver is just unbelievable. It helps to break down these carcinogenic compounds. And, I mean, um, most of the people that are walking around right now are walking around with damaged livers because they're ne- they don't do any type of detoxing. They uh, eat the wrong foods. They process foods, hydrogenated fats. It creates a fatty liver, which then progresses, if you let that go long enough, into a cirrhotic or a cirrhosis-type liver, which uh, anymore, you don't have to be a drinker to get a cir- cirrhosis of the liver and the liver then becomes incapable of breaking down toxic compounds which is exactly what satan would want because if you can't break down the toxins they become carcinogenic then they free float in the bloodstream and then you get cancer somewhere in the body you can keep that open so that's what happens the liver we need to really keep the liver and the bowel you got to make sure the liver and the bowel are working to get the toxins out of you people say well how often should i do it i'll be honest with you right now i'm always doing detox I mean, all we'd have to do is look at this study today. And I haven't even taken any vaccines. But the chemtrails, many times, are impossible to avoid. You know, and I slack with with always on the praying because sometimes we'll have three weeks without them or four weeks. And then I come out one day, I've been buried in the house trying to deal with all the questions and the ministry and everything else. And I come out and they're everywhere. They're fervently prayer and they're out of the skies, usually in pretty short order. But there's a lot of things we're exposed to that I mentioned today, and I do some type of detox all the time now. Um, I, I think that you know, what, wherever you you decide to go with that, if it's herbal, um, make sure they're organic herbs. Uh, Standard process makes um, a good one called AF Beta Food if you want to do gallbladder, liver. Choline is the is the nutrient to take to defat the liver. If you have a fatty liver, choline, now most people do. Choline also breaks down gallstones, and everybody's got them. I did dissection of human bodies for a year, and every single former human had a sack full of gallstones that I dis- dissected, without exception, in that whole year. You do a gallbladder flush, which I don't really advise unless you've done some preconditioning of the gallbladder, People sometimes pass 100, 200 stones. They come out as little green, fatty globs. Most of the time, they don't come out as like a stone, like you think of a stone. that actually come out and they float. But I don't advise that flush right off the bat. I think you need to precondition the gallbladder and the liver with, with like a cycle of choline and... Um, uh, a product like either livaplex or af beta food from standard process these are these are professional products but you can do a keyword search for them on the internet these are things that you know we should be doing make sure your bowels cleansed and that's just not taking fiber necessarily so there's some herbs like cascara sagrada are very good to, to cleanse the bowel uh, Good flora products. Now, don't please don't email me about all this because I'm I'm serious. I just can't take a whole lot more. And if you're going to email me, please try to make it short if you can, because I'm getting these gigantic emails. There's no way I can read them. I can't do it. I'm only one person. I can only do so much. So, these are just things to think about. Um, some good companies on the internet are like Herbs MD. Is a really good one where you can get a lot of these products at a lot lower price. You can't get standard process. But there are some um, other companies, you know, that you can get herbs and uh, probably at the best prices on the internet. So anyway, just wanted to throw that in there. Uh, so they found that this stuff that they're pulling out of the skin of the Morgellons victims is identical to some of what they've been able to analyze that the chemtrails have been dropping on us. That's pretty interesting, and exactly confirmatory to what I thought was the case anyway. Uh, Let's see. Researcher. Okay, we already read that. Okay, it has been reported that chemtrails also contain ethylene-dibromide. Ethylene-dibromide, again, immunosuppressant, lung irritant, linked to kidney and liver damage. uh, Additive gasoline. According to the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency hazardous materialists, ethylene dibromide is a carcinogen and must be handled with extreme caution. Hey, why not spray it on everybody then? A seven page summary of this pesticide, extremely toxic, uh, extreme toxicity, notes that ethylene dibromide may damage the reproductive system. Ah, that's one of the main things they want to damage. If you're pregnant right now or a child, we want to get you vaccinated with this swine flu very very first ones. Because number 1, we don't want these women having any more babies. Okay? And and we want all the kids defiled and destroyed at the earliest possible ages physically. That's their that's what they want. Corn and EPA, exposure can irritate the lungs. Repeated exposure may cause bronchitis, developing of cough, shortness of breath. It will damage the liver and kidneys. That's what they're openly admitting to. It's one of the main ingredients. I give you a little video you can watch here, too. In fact, there's a lot of links in this article I'm not even mentioning that you can go up on the PDF and look at. Here's another article. Chemtrails, setting us up for lethal, lethal flu, flu. Sorry. Um, this is from chemtrails, conspiracy, or something else. News with views. A retired governmental scientist. Now, this is where the rubber meets the road with the vaccinations. Now, this was in the last presentation that I put up on the internet on YouTube, and it was like the biological weapon one, okay, with the avion flu. I think it's like the fourth. It's the third and the fourth part. There's only five parts to that one. But I'm gonna I copied and pasted those slides on here and I'm just gonna repeat this to you. A retired government scientist has come forward to state that chemtrails are an airborne conditioning agent release program. Airborne conditioning agent. Remember that. The whole chemtrail issue is related to the plan for decreasing the world population to around four hundred and fifty to five hundred million. And starting in the US first, why? The people of the U.S. are the only ones with even the remotest chance of stopping this. That is, if they knew about it. You would have to understand that the world's elite covet the U.S. for its geographic diversity, and they would love to return this country to its condition as it existed prior to Columbus setting foot here. The plan is to to sensitize and condition the U.S. population to being wiped out by influenza A via the flu shots and the chemtrails. Now, this was written, you know... I don't know, a year and a half, two years ago, when I'm talking about this isn't. So this is very confirmatory to that, and also eliminating the middle class of America is one of their also their keys. They want to make sure that that's that's gone because that's also very important to them. Researchers at the U.S. Army Medical Research Institute of Infectious Diseases at Fort Detrick, in Maryland have reconstructed and modified the H3N2 Spanish flu virus of 1918-1919, making it far more deadly than it ever was when it was responsible for the 1918-1919 flu pandemic, which killed 50 to 100 million people. At some point, the vaccine stockpile will include the more lethal modification of the 1918 H3N2 in its live form. That's what he's saying. And as people hear that others are dropping dead from the flu, they will flock to get their own vaccination. So they're going to flock to get their own death concoction. And it's the very thing that's killing people, just like it was back then. And again, like I said, the doctors were honest enough to admit it in their medical reports. And I give you four different slides on the Avion flu presentation where I prove it. Not my words. None of this is my words. You check this out for yourself. I'm just giving it to you and um, trying to warn you. So, let's go further. Uh, and the entire population will be more receptive to infection because uh, this is the infection of the vaccinations why? Because their lungs will have been pre pre-con- preconditioned to guarantee it by the chemtrails. We've been being our lungs have been being preconditioned for literally decades now. Or at least one decade and a little bit beyond that. preconditioned. It reminds me of, okay, they, they come out with the vaccinations, we've had all this horrific stuff done to us already to lower immune system function. And there may be some type of what they call binary agent, meaning the vaccine, I, I, they can't just give us a vaccine, everybody drops dead as they're out in the parking lot. I think that would be a little too obvious. So what they're probably going to do is, yeah, make the vaccine very toxic and horrific and everything else. But also, in conjunction with a chemtrail release program and or another vaccination, they can kind of layer this. And it might not seem so obvious that it was the vaccine. Hey, we, you know, I had it three weeks later. Everybody stopped dropping dead. Oh, you know, I had the vaccine three weeks ago. It's going to kill me. It would it kill me right when I got it, right? No, not necessarily. There may be some binary agent, meaning some other thing that the chemtrail needs, or that the vaccine needs in order to implement its whatever. So, again, something to think about. If you will remember back to 1968, 1969, the Hong Kong flu killed over 30,000 people in the U.S. alone. That was a fortuitous learning event for the global elite. Because it taught them that the flu could still conceivably be used to wipe out a population. But at the same time, it pointed out the need to precondition the populace so that those who might normally be resistant could be rendered susceptible. That's what this whole chemtrail thing's about. Exactly that. Hence the development of the vaccine program and the aerial sprain procedures to condition the population. Now, you might be surprised, but Joel uh, Osteen, smiley Joel, is actually doing the same study today that we're talking about. He's doing the same exact from the pulpit of this big mega mega church. Just just so you know just kidding. Sorry about that. I, yeah. Yeah he's he's warning him. Anyway. He should be, but he'd be out of business by the next week. And I mean business. Out of business. So let's go further. In regards to the low-flying jets, is it possible that they are practicing to release a bioweapon? Now, these are the low-flying jets that we started talking about. Is it possible they are practicing to release a bioweapon over densely populated areas? It has been said that biological agents must be released at lower altitudes to ensure they aren't damaged by the low temperatures found at high altitudes. Good, interesting point. Um, Everybody knows the New World Order crowd likes to acclimate the sheep. This sets the stage for a coordinated release of some bioweapon as Steve Quayle has previously spoken of. Now, Steve Quayle is convinced it's going down. I mean, at least from the last... I mean, it is going down, and I'm talking going down within the next um, month. For sure. Um, These other two, the the people that... uh, Everson and the one lady we heard of, I mean... They're convinced, pretty much the next month, this stuff's all going to start going down. So, you know, govern yourselves accordingly. With all the clues available, is it possible to conceive uh, that after unsuspecting citizens have consumed excess amounts of barium, which has made its way from the clouds into the sewer systems and back into the drinking water, that we are caught in a globalist conspiracy to lower our immune systems for the coming second wave of the so-called swine flu, and that this will be synchronized with aerosol release of weaponized influenza on the masses. Or will there be a live virus? In addition, well, yes, there will be a live virus, so we're going to talk about that in a second, in addition to the amounts of squalene that's also inside the H1N1 vaccine, or both. Squalene, this horrific nerve agent, essentially, in in all kind of its own laundry list of side effects. Now, when it brought up the point about the live uh, uh, H1N1 virus, I'm going to go back to read you a brief excerpt of a report I had previously. This is from August 4th. It's an article entitled, Swine Flu Viruses Contain the Live H1N1 Virus. It's not a typo. The main ingredient in the GlaxoSmithKline and Novartis vaccines contain a live virus, which is an attenuated, meaning partially killed, partially killed virus, meaning it's form. it's a weakened form of the flu virus. Attenuated vaccines can be deadly and cause what they call virus shedding. When a person is injected with an attenuated live virus, the organism of the live virus moves through the human body, possibly infecting the host, and then exiting through the feces, mucous membranes, and salivary glands of the inoculated person. This is called virus shedding and can last for weeks. In terms of a method to achieve population reduction, bioweapons can theoretically be the most effective only second to nuclear fallout, because after the initial release, it continues to spread and multiply among humans. It is evident from all the mainstream propaganda about swine flu these days that we are being prepared for something big. If the current swine flu outbreak up to this point has been no more than a joke, time is running out for Obama and the New World Order crowd to seize dictatorial control of North America. He's way more of a madman than I think Bush ever was. And he's... His approval rating's dropping. I, again, it, to me, it seems it, this would seem more of a move out of desperation than anything else. Not to say he's like totally in control and he's not a puppet on a string of the Illuminati and ultimately of Satan. Okay, I'm not saying that, that he's all of a sudden has all of this power, but he's their figurehead. The masses are awakening at an unprecedented rate. How will the next months unfold? Who will be victorious? just need to pray about these things. If you don't know to pray about it, how would you even... I mean, my children are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Hosea four, six. I mean, you think this is something you might be destroyed for lack of knowledge about? You know, or, or people that say, oh, well, you know, the swine flu. It, they wouldn't do that. They're, they're those wonderful people. They wouldn't hurt us. The people that may be injecting you, a lot of times, might not even have a clue about what's in the vaccine or, or they may really think they're doing the right thing. I'm not saying that they... that. I'm not saying they're all maniacal evil people walking around wanting to inject you. And I know that they're going to try to recruit EMS workers because they're, they're, they're going to have so many people that need to be vaccinated. They were trying to recruit dentists, EMS workers, all of these people. Well, there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. It's going to seem right, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Proverbs 14, 12, and sixteen twenty five says that. So, you know, and you try to tell people this, and they're resistant, or, or they don't like you. You know, it's like Galatians 4, 16. Am I, am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? You're going to make a lot of enemies, and people come to me all the time, oh, I don't have any relationship now with my mom or dad. Or my family all hates me. And that's what the Bible says. Jesus said, think not that I come to bring peace, but a sword. And the man's foes will be they of his own household. Mother against daughter. Father against son. So it, that's what, that's what, sorry, that's what Christianity is. It The Bible predicts that's going to happen. I mean, unless your family's saved. I hate to say it. But blessed are you when all men persecute and revile you and speak all manner of evil for you for my sake or Jesus' sake, for great is your reward in heaven. So look at it that way. Your life is not a popularity contest as a Christian. And trust me, you, 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 um, once you start to go down this road and you start to stand firm and you don't take you're not going to be popular, who cares? So, this next article is entitled, U.S. Navy to Conduct Massive Atmospheric Experimental Tests. This is from September 9th, Rosalind Peterson. This is a very highly referenced article. And I think, yeah, this is the last article. And then we're going to go ahead and end this. Um, An article in space.com titled, NASA Rocket to Create Clouds on Tuesday by Clara Moskowitz was unexpectedly forwarded to me today. According to the article, a rocket experiment set to launch Tuesday aims to create artificial clouds at the outermost layers of the Earth's atmosphere. The project, called the Charge Aerosol Release Experiment, or CARE, this is essentially at the boundary of space. Um, Said Wayne Scales, a scientist at Virginia Tech who will study the physics on the artificial dust cloud. CARE is scheduled to launch between... 7.30 and 7.57 p.m. Eastern Standard Time from NASA's Wallops Flight Facility in Virginia. CARE will release, guess what? Aluminum dioxide dust particles a bit higher um, than that and then will settle back down to a lower altitude. What the CARE experiment hopes to do is create an artificial dust layer. Oh, thank you so much. We just need that artificial dust layer up there. And we need to be bombarded with more aluminum particles to plaque up our brains more and, and cause all kinds of horrific things in our body. What care experiments hope to do is create an artificial dust layer. Researchers will track the care dust cloud for several days or even months to study its behavior and develop de- developments over time. Wow. The U.S. Navy, NASA, and U.S. Department of Defense have made decision to conduct one or more atmospheric tests in order to create aluminum oxide dust clouds without the permission and for the most part or the knowledge of of citizens of the United States. These aluminum oxide particles will eventually return to Earth, polluting our air, water, and soils. But hey, they do it every day with chemtrails anyway. That's what I added in. They do it all the time anyway. The tests may damage the various atmospheric boundaries that protect life on Earth. No one has any idea what damage this dust cloud and testing on this dust could or may do to our climate, agriculture, human health, or the amount of infrared or UV radiation reaching the Earth. It is time to contact elected officials today and protest this action, which may begin as early as September 14th. Uh, This year, which we just passed. The Navy is already conducting warfare testings in the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans and Gulf of Mexico. And has more ranges in the planning and permit stages. Senator Dianne Feinstein and Senator Barbara Boxer noted on June 19, 2009, in a letter to Dr. Jane Labaccino of NOAA, In the U.S. Department of Commerce, they say to her, this is what these two senators say, the Navy plans to increase the number of its exercises or expanded areas in which they may occur in virtually every coastal state will be affected. Some exercises may occur in the nation's most biologically sensitive marine habitats, including the national marine sanctuaries and breeding breeding habitats. Well, aren't some of these same people like the ones that are like tree-hugger extraordinaires and they want to depopulate the world to protect Mother Gaia? Aren't those like the people in the highest elite of the government? And yet they're saying that this testing that the Navy's going to do is going to occur in some of the most biologically sensitive marine areas and marine sanctuaries and breeding habitats. This involves the decimation of more than, and I don't know how she got this number, but of more than 11.7 million marine mammals over five years, and will increase with each new warfare testing expansion. They're going to kill that many marine animals through their testing. Oh, Mother Guy is going to be pretty grieved over this. And see what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. They say one thing, they do another. They're liars. Testing in the Pacific, Atlantic, Gulf of Mexico, Hawaii, and Alaska. Testing includes, but is not limited to, This is what; these are some of the tests that are going to kill all the marine animals, and us too, gunnery exercises, bombing missions, missile and torpedo firing, underwater detonations, research and testing, vessel sinking, use of hundreds of toxic chemicals like lead, mercury, tungsten, aluminum-coated fiberglass, airborne uh, obscurants like red and white phosphorus, fog oils, rocket and jet fuel emissions, undersea warfare training range exercises, mid and high frequency sonar experiments, both land and ocean exercises will use planes, drones, rockets, sonic booms, other classified warfare testing experiments will also be conducted in these areas. Now, the US Navy has decided that these experiments are not enough and have added atmospheric testing to their list. Once again the public has been cut out of the debate given little or no warning and there are no congressional hearings planned for any of these warfare and atmospheric tests it is now time that we the people stand up and stop these tests the navy and the department of defense have to understand that they are not allowed to go to war in us in our oceans for any reason it is time to make our elected officials aware that we are not going to stand against that we are going to stand against these policies take action today Contact your elected officials and stop these new atmospheric tests and demand congressional hearings. Also, you know, I add in pray. It's the most important thing. And again, I give you all the... This article that I just read has, oh my word, 14 different references with links to the different respective sites, and she gives all of her credentials at the end. So, that's pretty much the, the study for, um, for today. Uh, hopefully, I just pray the Lord use it for his glory and to warn you know, his people and those that are even unsaved and that, that, that there would be many that would be saved as a result of this truth getting out and people getting woke up. Because if somebody gets woke up, they're going to be more receptive to the gospel as well because they're going to see the severity and the lateness of the hour. It can be used as actually a tool for evangelism in that way. If somebody's willing to, you know, to accept this, So, anyway, I'll go ahead and uh, close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and this time that you've given us. I praise you, Lord God, for your goodness and your mercy. I pray, God, you bless the message this day, wherever your word or your truth is being set forth or put forth worldwide, and that your name be glorified, that you would forgive us for any and all sins we've committed in any way, shape, or form that you would cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be pleasing and acceptable in your sight, O oh Lord, our strength and our redeemer. We claim Psalm 64, Lord God, over the wicked, the wicked that cannot be redeemed, Lord, the wicked that are planning and plotting the destruction of humanity and mankind according to your will, Lord. Here Hear my voice, O God, my prayer. Preserve my life from the fear of the enemy. Hide me from the secret counsel of the wicked, from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity, who wet their tongue like a sword and bend their bows to shoot their arrows, even bitter words, that they may shoot in secret at the perfect. Suddenly do they shoot at him and fear not. They encourage themselves in an evil matter. They commune of laying of snares privily. They say, Who shall see them? They search out iniquities. They accomplish a diligent search. Both the inward thought of every one of them and the heart is deep. But God shall shoot at them with an arrow. Suddenly shall they be wounded so they shall make their own tongues to fall upon themselves. All shall see them and flee away and all men shall fear and shall declare the work of God for they shall wisely consider of his doing. The righteous shall be glad and the Lord and shall trust in him and all the upright in heart shall glory. I pray your name be glorified through these events, Lord God, and that Satan does not get the victory according to your will, Lord. We ask all of these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.